you and um you know I've it's gonna be a good time okay i'm just giving you an intro you know because <laughs> it's hosp- it's hospitable i didn't know you had manners i do Oh, okay. Well, I learned something new about you today. I'm very, I'm glad that you're on a learning process. Listen, your hair is bright in my heart. That's right. That's why I got my hair this color to brighten everybody's day. But the other color was better. It brightened it even more. Well, this one's just fading. It's fading? Mm -hmm. Like my soul. I am Marcellus. I am the TV guy. And my name is Ken, and I am the movie guy. And together we're a hot mess. Oh my god. There's a target on my back. I'm always under attack. He can improve on his posture. Because the way he's standing right now, he's gonna look like a snail at 62. Kenneth makes a good uh, jailhouse top ramen. Um, Kenneth... Okay. Okay. When, when I saw Mother Arnett roll... What? When she rolled on the floor. What and are I you s- talking about? Mother Arnett shouted when we were kids. She rolled on the floor, and I saw a sliver of her butt cheek. I seen it all. Oh, whoa. <laughs> I seen you it all. You never told a, me that. A sliver. Because that's not something I wanted to share. Just think about the measurement of a sliver, though. Listen, that it's was a, a big sliver. That was a big sliver. The mother of our church, she rolled. Was she shouting? She was shouting. They was throwing them uh, blankets like Frisbees. <laughs> she, she was going everywhere. They were trying to catch her. She kept they, rolling they back and forth. Couldn't keep up with her. And they kept trying to cover her they, dress and her stuff. Couldn't keep and up with her. And you saw a piece of her. Saw a piece. Oh. You ever seen somebody shout and get hurt? Yep. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. when you know it ain't Kenneth real. almost got hurt. They called him, though. Mm hmm. Really? Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know because I was in the Where spirit. was you at the night before? The club. No, I, <laughs> I didn't go to the club back then. I was okay. such a nerd. He was uh, at he was at JC Penney's. We was at the right. Midnight Sale. You probably spent, buying some pants. You, uh, <laughs> you spent your ties on a new jacket. And then we was so waiting. That's uh, why you fell. That's why he almost got hurt. And then we was waiting on the floor to go to Norma's to get our food. I miss her. She used to take our orders without even writing nothing down. Yeah. And now they tore it down to turn it to an IHOP. Who is Norma? Oh, okay. There used to be a restaurant called Norma's. Okay. It wasn't on the level of the big box places, but it was amazing. And But we mainly went for the experience because it was this lady who looked like she could have been your relative. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she would always take our food order with her hand on her hip, and she never wrote nothing down and never messed nothing up. Yep. Really? But when we went in there and she wasn't there, then we would get nervous because mm-hmm. we knew something would go wrong. Mm-hmm. But we always got happy because Kenneth always got the soup and sandwich along with my mama. Did. Wait, wait, the soup and sandwich? You got a soup and sandwich? No, I was getting steak and egg. They had steak. No, I never got no soup and sandwich. Well, I was on hamburgers for like 15 yeah, years, so I, I can that. tell you what I had at a hamburger I wasn't really interested in. No, I don't get soup and sandwich. I was wow. doing steak, eggs, you know, or maybe a skillet. But I don't think okay, they had no, skillets they didn't have no skillets there. So, uh, well, see, why you take me back to Denny's, man? They ain't took the one good thing they had off the menu. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I ain't gave them. They, they did that back in like 1999. They still ain't forgave them yet. And then he tried to bring back some nonsense. I'm Which like, one? Me and Brandon were fans of the fajita skillet. Uh-huh. And they took the fajita skillet off? And then, it used to be on the menu, then it went to a secret menu, and then it just disappeared for good. Wow. I used to love the moons over my hammy. <laughs> I remember that. Is that still on the menu, y'all? I think so. I want one. Uh, I, don't I know. remember that. I remember that. What about, uh, do you guys remember Grand Slam? 
Yeah, I like the Grand Slam. Mm-hmm. But when I was young, I was infamous for always getting the pancakes, everything as the regular Grand Slam. But I didn't want any syrup. And I wanted just strawberries mm. and whipped cream. Because I like almost their strawberries. Offensive. Who eats pancakes no, listen, without syrup? Because their strawberries had the like the juice with it too. Okay. So it would make it not be, you know, dry. But I would I would get extra strawberries okay. too. Strawberries That's, whipped cream. All right. I can see that. Then I got older and decided I wanted syrup. Listen, I, I can I can agree with that, man, because I used to be a big fan of yam juice. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love me some yam juice. What? Yes. Oh, yam my God. Ju- and I'm that listen, kid that the yam juice can hit the whole everything on the listen, plate and I will shovel listen, it okay. down. Speaking as an ex-fat person, when your yam juice mm-hmm. touches your macaroni and cheese. That is heaven on earth. And you put a little bit of dressing on there and you grab a sliver of ham. Take me to glory. Take me to glory. Take me to the king. While everyone is hearing this delicious um, yam juice, everybody <laughs> just got hungry. That really made me hungry. Listen, I want to say welcome to my fave. Welcome everybody hey. to my fave podcast. As you know, and you can hear, there is another voice here today. No, uh, you're not going crazy. There is someone else here, and that's because what we like to do every fifth episode <clears throat> is have a guest, and I am going to let Kenneth Brown introduce the guest for this week. Um, you guys, I'm really excited. This is my cousin. Uh, I've known him all my life, and he has been asking to be met. what we did, uh, and I'm only, I'm not that old because I was born on a leap year. Gotcha. So I would like to say that uh, Drew Williams Okay. Introduce yourself to the podcast world. Okay, well, you guys kind of shocked me. I didn't know we were using government names on this show. to gave you a different one. <laughs> oh, are you owe oh, somebody uh, some money? <laughs> what we need to know? I do. I owe a couple of people. I don't okay. want them to know where I'm at. Okay. Hey, I'm Drew. I used to be, uh, or used to inspire to want to be the king of Zamunda, uh, but I had to give that up. You wait, wait. Did you you wanted to be the king of Zamunda from um? You're talking about from uh, uh uh Eddie Murphy's movie Coming to America? Well, actually, I was in stature. I was his size in stature. I just didn't have the lion scale, the little lion skin, and the. You talking about James Earl Jones? Yes, I didn't Got have it. it. I didn't have it. And so you said you wanted to be the king of Zamunda. Well, actually, kind of grew into it without even trying. <laughs> you really could be him for Halloween. You could. Uh, I think Beyonce and Jay Z did that. I feel like I would they sweat after like fifteen minutes with all that on. Uh, celebrities always have the best costumes because they got they money do. and stuff. But listen, welcome to my fave, Drew. Yes, yes, it's amazing so to be a part. Celebrities here. Well, thank you. We do what we can. We try our best. <laughs> you guys are so <laughs> humble with your success. <laughs> well, welcome to episode 45. We are definitely trying our best to. Um, it's a labor of love. We enjoy doing this. It's a lot of fun. And if you all are listeners, interact with us. Uh, send us questions. We love comments that you make on our social media pages. So, Drew, um, we want to say welcome to um, my fave. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, random, because y'all were talking about James Earl Jones. I used oh. to be scared of him, like terrified. Why? Something I think about you just him didn't made, like big people. No, so, well, Why no, just no, something about him made me nervous. Well, what was it? Him and Colin Powell. Okay, so you just don't like light skinned people. Maybe that's what it is. They that's made me nervous. Is. You don't like light skinned people. Do it about the barge. Do you know mm-hmm. who that is? Can't trust them. The whole mm. family. What about Heavy D? Nope. Fred Hammond? Mm-mm. Got it. It's like people there. His music didn't move me. No, because you were too scared to come <laughs> to church. <laughs> Fred Hammond can sing his butt he really off. Can. He that really man know can. he can sing. Now, can I tell y'all something? 
Uh oh, I'm nervous, but yes. Somebody told me I look like him. (laughs) (laughs) And um, normally I have a response. Water out. (laughs) Normally I have a response to everything, but I was actually speechless. And um, and it was an older woman. She said, "You know what? You just looking like Fred Hammond up there on them drums." Oh my God! And I said. Oh, church people. I said he's like 10 shades lighter than I am. Mm-mm. Drew, I can I tell you that that is hilarious because I can tell I could I could see it. I think black you people in general see. just don't know how to compliment well, but church people mainly just uh, when they come to compliment it's always just the funniest thing that you can ever hear like, "Ooh, look at you putting on all that weight." And that's them saying hello to you. Right. That's it. Just it's saying like, hello. Wait, what? Just saying hello. <laughs> Boy, you a mighty man of God. You short, but you a mighty man of God. It's like, you just can't compliment me and at the same time. I had somebody flirt with me one time and said, look at you, you little fat round face. Oh. Oh. Oh, God. Maybe they thought you looked like a stick of butter. You can't say that to nobody. <laughs> That's an entrance word. Oh, God. Well, listen, Drew and I grew up together, so we have plenty of memories. I just want to say uh, we have a lifetime of memories uh, having grown up in church together. So uh, just know that today's podcast is going to be full of uh, probably memory lane <laughs> callbacks. But thank you all for riding with us. Why I say that? Don't Steve Harvey say that? Thank you for riding with us. I don't know what Steve Harvey be saying. I'll <laughs> yeah. be looking at his mustache. I don't support him. Why not? I love Steve Harvey. He just doesn't relate to me. Okay. Well, I understand. I think he just had a birthday. Cedric the Entertainer posted something on his on his Instagram. Happy birthday. They was together somewhere. Anyway, uh, Steve Harvey just reminded me of my old uncle or something like that. Yeah. He probably would be hilarious just to hear him talk about people. I think I'm for me. I'm he pulled his dentures out. Oh, <laughs> okay. I just think for me, for Steve, once he got past the comedy and the radio show and it just kind of started expanding and there's nothing wrong with expansion but he just kind of lost me with the expansion that he was doing because mm-hmm. i enjoyed steve the comedian mm-hmm. but i'm not really a fan of like the talk show and all that stuff like that. got it got it yeah. okay well fair enough well we're gonna move on um we're gonna do wait are we gonna do a lights camera action it's time for our lights camera action okay guys so we have some questions um normally we just call up people but today um are we going to just ask Drew the question? We're asking Drew the question. I'm All right, Drew. You got this, three. I got three. This is um, would you rather questions, Drew. I like would you rather questions. So I try to find some really fun would you rather questions. Okay, Drew. Would you rather lose the ability to read or lose the ability to speak? Mm. I think I know the answer to this. Mm. Lose the ability to read or lose. I think this is a great question. And if you're an introvert or an extrovert, I think I know pretty much how you're going to answer. But that's going to find out we read and write. <laughs> Which uh, one would you rather lose? Ability? Uh, sp- speak. What? Wow. Listen, I got to. I'm surprised. Well, listen, y'all know I don't trust nobody, so I got to be able to read what's in front of me. Wow. <laughs> wow. You threw me for a loop. I just knew you were going to say the other one. Okay. All right. I. Wow. Well, what am I going to speak about if I can't read? I don't know. You know what? I mean, Your memories. I guess you can have somebody read for you. Listen, if I can read, if I can read, I can give me a talk box. <laughs> and then I can translate what I have to say through my talk box. But at least I can read. Okay. Would you rather be covered in fur or covered in scales? 
fur because I just got sheared. What? Yeah, uh-huh. so. I you know said you it, just got sheared. Yeah, I know what it feels like to be covered in fur. <laughs> so, definitely fur. Covered in fur versus covered. Okay. Would you rather have. It's about Kiki sheared. <laughs> like Kiki ain't sheared nothing yet, so. <laughs> okay. Shout out to Kiki. Would you rather know the history of every object you touched or be able to talk to animals? Talk to animals. Mm, why? Why do you choose talking to animals? Uh, because they're kind of, so this is kind of weird. Uh Uh-oh. So. Tell us, tell us. I am charismatic and a people person, but I'm also kind of like a loner and I can do things by myself. Mm -hmm. And so like animals. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, uh, you know, cause I'm really into national geographic and stuff like that. Yeah. You see the different dynamics with different species. Yeah. So, like, monkeys have more of a family thing. Um, You know, lions, uh, they're more of, like, a, you know, they're kind of like long, long rangers. And so I feel like there will be some really good interesting stories that will that will be undiscovered there. <laughs> yeah. I think that's pretty dope. I mean, remember, if you could talk to animals, you would be a dope veterinarian or amazing. Like, you'd be the best. Like, Dr. Poe. Remember we used to watch Dr. Poe? The listen, veterinarian on um, Animal Planet. Listen, I'm imagining it now, right now, with a hard cider talking to the rabbit and the dog. I think it would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it would be amazing. Mm, All right, those cider. are my three questions. Marcellus, what are your three questions for Drew? Do we have any hard ciders? <laughs> um, <laughs> there's some IPA in the fridge. No, plan. In the studio fridge. <laughs> um, Drew, would you rather have one real get-out-of-jail-free card or a key that opens any door? Key that opens any door. Why? Ooh. Uh, because if I walked in the bank, I can take the money and it wouldn't be considered stealing. Oh. I thought you was going to say because you don't ever plan on being in jail. Hey. <laughs> well, you know, it was prophesied. Okay. It was prophesied that I was going to be in jail <laughs> and you was taking me there. But it's my fault, though. <laughs> The Spirit oh. of the Lord told me to lay down, and I moved a minute too slow. <laughs> and a lady, a lady with a messed up perm and some lips that looked like a busted hot link prophesied well, uh, over me busted hot link. at 2.30 oh. in the morning. And all I saw was Kenneth Head peeking over the pew laughing. <laughs> Can I tell you, I don't love hot links anyway. <laughs> but once they bust open like that... <laughs> There's just nothing appealing about it. I love okay, first, first that of all, split and then make the letter X. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. First of all, speaking from an ex-fat person that can't really mess with bread and stuff like that, Mark, uh, a hot link ain't a hot link until it's split. Th- thank you, Drew. So, so, so you can put the ketchup and stuff in listen, the middle. Listen, listen, it's a culture. Okay, so look, I'm, I'm going to explain it to you. So you got to, with the bun, the bun is your preference. You could toast it or not, but uh, the thing is you have to cook it. And as soon as it pops, you just have to char it just a little bit. Char it just a little bit. You just want a little black on it. Not a lot. Just a little bit. And I'm telling you, the explosion of flavor. Oh, my God. And, and, so, and, so, and yes, it's all about layering. You have to layer it right. So you I put your ketchup. grill bark. So, so you put your, mm, you put your mm, ketchup on first. Mm. Then you put your mustard on. Then you put on a little bit of sweet relish. It can't be that my tart relish. It's got to be sweet relish. My God. And you have to cut a fresh onion. Fresh uh. onion. And if you're feeling real fat, you put some sharp cheddar cheese on top. My God. 
We are eating a congregation of farm animals when we eat a hot lady. <laughs> you have listen, not had a salad. And y'all know, have you ever had them homemade Ken, hamburgers? I'm going to pause for a second. Are yeah. you all right? No. I I want everyone to know Ken <laughs> has been over here blinking really hard. His eyes is watering and he's trying to power through and we might need a moment. I was cooking before we started recording and I was cooking with some serrano peppers and I rubbed my eyes. <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> I'm really proud of you for just powering through because hey, you no and I like, can't see nothing y'all talking about. I'm just listening. I point my head in the direction of somebody's voice so if drew talk i just turn my head to the left i looked over at kenneth and he looked like he was trying to uh do morris code if i'm actually sitting to your right marcellus what i'm trying to <laughs> marcellus what i'm saying <laughs> kenneth was hey. trying to tell me to move to the next uh <laughs> next part in morris code <laughs> i wish y'all could see me i literally cannot see <laughs> Okay, okay. Oh, we're going to anyway, pray for Ken and then we're going to ask one more uh, question to Drew. Go ahead, Drew. Um, would you rather have an easy job working for someone else or work for yourself but work incredibly hard? Ooh. Um, what is he going to pick, ladies and gentlemen? See, mm. my actual answer is neither one of these. Uh-oh. Because I don't know if you could do that. Uh, but that's why I'm saying I'm going to pick one for the sake of the question. Okay. Uh, but typically, I'm a person that likes a backup plan. Um, <laughs> I like a backup plan, so I would actually work for someone and then do something on the side. But in this situation, I would work for somebody. I would just work for somebody. I'm sorry, I just keep looking at Kim. <laughs> I wish y'all could see me. I can't see. It looks like you got chlorine see. in your eyes. I can't I'm see really nothing. Record this. I can't see nothing. I, <laughs> I was cooking and I Listen. we supposed to be recording this podcast. And I'm telling you, I cook with the Serrano peppers and I broke my eyes. Listen, you, cl- you crying like Aunt Myrtle then died or something. We trying to record. Oh. Kid is over there crying. Oh. I'm confused. <laughs> and they look, he's feeling looking the at me. He's feeling it. I'm telling you, I'm crying over here like Betty White Pass. I can't <laughs> tell y'all how this stuff is bothering my. <laughs> Listen, when y'all cook with peppers, don't rub your face. <laughs> well, you know, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna um, oh, I'm gonna share Jesus. something, and this is gonna make you guys laugh. So. One day, I was filming. I mean, not filming, but one day I was sore. Mm-hmm. So I was doing something I was sore. Yeah. And I decided to use some Bengay. Uh-oh. Use some Bengay. Oh, I thought you said eat some. No. Oh! And I said, <laughs> yeah, it, Okay, I have a story about <laughs> that, too. What drove you to that? No, but... um. Oh. So, actually, you know, we're going to jump to that story. So, when we were kids, Kenneth, Kenneth knows Edmund. Edmund what? told me... He said he had that's he picked, Drew's cousin. He picked up this jar. He said, "Oh man, this is like um, peppermint candy. It's almost like a." <laughs> he said, "It's almost like a Kool Aid. Like you eat out your hand. Ah. Except it's like liquidized." Ah. Ah. And I was like, "Okay." And I was like, "Well, it smells really good." Oh, Bengay so, smell good to you? No, so uh, no. This this was icy hot. This oh, this was icy hot. It smelled like spearmint. And, and my grandmother had like a whole jar. Of it. Of course. So of course, my behind. I took a big old finger of it. Oh no! Put a big old finger and put it in my mouth. Oh no! You never told me the story. What happened? Well, first of all, oh my god! I ran to my grandmother's bathroom and I was washing my mouth out for like fifteen minutes. Oh my god! And y'all know she was a hoarder. So the next, the next <laughs> thing that took place was me and Edmund was fighting around the boxes in her room. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but the second story is with the bengay was that i had put some bengay on my back 
I had thought. <laughs> I'm sorry, how old were you? I had thought I had washed it how all off. How old were you? This not, Listen, this did now. This this was you were thirteen. No, the first like, one was. I need the, some okay, the first one was when we were kids. That was uh, when we were kids because my grandmother used to watch it after after school. I would just whatever. like to say that my eyes are not burning as much. Yeah, I see you. Are you blinking? <laughs> I can now open up can see and the light. see all the colors. Go all ahead. Right. I can't see color blue and yet. And so um, <laughs> and so the Ben Gay. Welcome uh, with, to my life. So the Bengay was actually <laughs> still on my hands. And so I don't know, for some reason I had an itch I needed to scratch my balls or whatever. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. And I know so, what's happening here. And so next thing I know, it started to heat up <laughs> like a heater. And I was like, I said, wait, it's um it's getting a little warm down there. And next thing I know, it felt like it felt like the pits of hell. <laughs> that is uh Amazing. Amazing. That is not okay. Oh, God. No, that's not okay. And it was only a sliver that was in my nails that set the whole fire off. Listen. A little sliver. I ate, um, I think I said this to you before, I ate uh, hair perm before. <laughs> Mark Sellers told me that story. Yes, Tell everybody what you thought it was. Tell everybody. Ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> he ate hair perm. Listen, perm, it listen perm don't even <laughs> smell good. <laughs> It smelled toxic. I was a little toddler. He wasn't. Was you were no toddler. But look, and I, it was a little. They, and it got. But it's false. They know what they're doing. Like like they the, the tobacco people trying to sell to the kid. Nobody. Because look, they got the little wood plank, the little thing that to, you know when you get the little yes, ice cream. And it's yes, oh, that's stick. true. They had that's that stick, true. so I knew for sure it was ice cream. You know, uh, you know, every time people apply perm, they had on gloves, right? Yeah. He literally but, ate. What did your mom do? My mom went. My, one thing about my mom, I love about her, when like shit hit the fan like that, she immediately just snaps into like, uh huh, like, uh huh, emergency mode. She went straight to rinsing out my mouth. She called poison control. She was like doing all this stuff at one time. Poison control finally came and everything. And then I only remember glimpses of it. They came I to was your house. Kid. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I don't know. I just remember Somebody glimpses came. of it. But. Somebody. Oh, we got to get your mama. Um, my mom will show you to it. Kids. And at church, when kids like, I remember when kid was about to choke on the candy, uh-huh. and mom, they was near my mom. My mama reached in the back of their throat and hooked the candy out. <laughs> it's like she, it's like she don't even think. Black mamas. I'm Look, like, dang. Somebody slapped the back Can of somebody. I- <laughs> they was choking in Sunday school, and the lady came, but she said, "Bam!" Hit the back of that boy back. <laughs> you heard it all the way back in the reception hall. She said, "Bop." That baby spit that thing up so quick. She's about Jesus. <laughs> she but. said Jesus and slapped that baby. That boy's back was about the size of a laptop. I just need y'all to understand. And she hit the hell out that baby back. She said Jesus. <laughs> and then everybody started that praying. Baby came out, huh? Everybody started praying for the boy. And the boy was just crying. It was all in Sunday school. But before we move on, I want to like, Kenneth to share his story. <laughs> Kenneth, share our Super Bowl story with the Hot Wings that time. Oh, my God. Uh, my cousin Terrell is a chef, and Terrell and my dad were in the kitchen, and they were making hot wings from scratch. And they, we were so hungry, we couldn't wait. The first batch of hot wings came out the kitchen. Drew's mom, my mom, Brandon, Drew's cousin Edmund, who gave him the Icy Hot. Uh, we had an amazing time chowing down on them wings. Literally 30 seconds in, we all started screaming and crying because the wings are super hot. Now, if I tell you the wings was too spicy. They were spicy. They were spicy. I believe it. Terrell and my dad are chewing the wings because I get my spicy tolerance from my dad. 
He's from Louisiana. And so is Terrell. A whole family's from Louisiana if you really want to look at the dates. But the point is, they were laughing at us. They had to make a whole nother batch. That first sauce was so hot. We couldn't even. We was crying. We was laughing. We was asking for milk. We were, That. And they was wings. sucking on the bone. They Terrell and my dad was sucking on the bones in the kitchen looking at us. Talking about, I don't know why y'all can't take this. This is not even that hot. Woo. I will never forget that. My mouth just had a flashback telling I, the story. I did that on accident before doing something. I think it was Super Super Bowl party. I made wings and didn't realize they were that hot. And everybody was mad at me. <laughs> like, yeah, they was good. They For was the good. record, I only had three wings because they were so hot. And I had to take a 20-minute intermission per wing. We all had to just wait because our mouths were just throbbing. It and it was like, it's good. That's going to take a while for y'all to make a whole new batch of sauce because... Well, we can't eat. Hopefully on our break, we can eat some wings. You got wings in there? No, I don't. <laughs> well, we are going to go on a break. And when we come by it, we get to find out what Ken's movie is. And Drew. Oh, tell them what our topic is. Tell what oh, my God. Is. You're right. Our theme today is our fave Tyler Perry production. <laughs> Written, directed, edited. <laughs> our fave. <laughs> to find out what it is I can't wait to talk about this topic Okay, we'll be back Well, hello My name is Danny Dandelion Reynolds And I have just created the most exquisite restaurant Right in the heart of Watts It is called Danny Dandelions, of course I want to introduce you to it And I want you and all of your exquisite friends I'm inviting you all You guys come on And I will let you try my new chef's tasting menu and by that, I did not mean for free. I just wanted you to know. Anyway, Chef's Tasting Menu starts you off with a mousse bouche of finely chopped and seared to perfection wieners and little hot dogs. Then I move you on into my spicy cabbage soup that I have spiced with Tabasco and Sriracha, and it just has a hint of granola and blueberries in it. Then I move you on into an entree of Cheese It casserole. Well, I, I throw little beans on top, too, so just for mouthfeel. And then I move you on onto the main course, which is a Cornish hen that I have lightly dusted with powdered sugar. And then I have corn that I got from uh, one of the corn men down the street. But he told me I can get some, and I put it in, in the plate. And then I have asparagus. Asparagus. <laughs> now, you may be thinking, is that all? Oh no, this place is exquisite. I also have an intermezzo of red jello. And then the last thing that you will get is a beautiful dessert. Cheesecake. Oh, it is to die for. Bon appetit. Please come with all of your friends to Danny Dandelions right at 32245 Studebaker Road, right next to the car wash and across the street from the Tams Burger. You'll see us. We're very colorful. Please come on. <laughs> okay, everybody, we're back. And we have Drew Williams with us today. He told us not to use his government name, and I just said his last name. Sorry it's all about right. that. Oh, we uh, can't say Drew Williams? I'm sorry. I didn't know if we couldn't say Drew Alexander Williams. But it's in the atmosphere now. I'll, it's okay. I'll try to refrain from saying Drew I won't say, Alexander Williams. Yeah, I, won't I have say another Drew last name, but they don't know that one, so they still won't be able to find me. <laughs> well, today um, I'm excited. We have a few more uh, uh, episodes before the season is over. We're midway, and... Um, Actually, well, we're not being away. I was like, I just um, thought about it. It's like we usually do twenty episodes a season. Away, <laughs> but I was gonna let you. We're go. in the first quarter. We're in the first quarter. Yeah, we're in the first. We're, we're in the first quarter. Quarter, quarter one. Anywho, we have uh, Marcellus and I were coming up with this topic, uh, especially because right now things are trending for Tyler Perry. So we're like, what is what? 
what is our favorite Tyler Perry movie? What is our favorite Tyler Perry TV show? Right. And he has a lot a of lot. shows. He has a lot of movies that he's uh, written and directed. So we definitely had a lot to choose from. So um, for Drew, um, since you're our guest, I'm gonna let you go. Uh, I'm gonna let you go first. Um, usually when we have a guest, Marcellus and I we shorten ours down. So mine's very short. So I'm gonna let you go. We did not tell Drew. None of us have talked about what our favorite stuff is. So if we pick the same, that's just pretty dope. So obviously, you know, Marcellus is a TV guy. I'm the movie guy. Drew is our guest. Don't pick my shit. Let's see what Drew picked if he picked the same one. I thought you were delivered. (laughs) Let's see (laughs) if Drew picked the favorite Tyler Perry movie that I did. So, Drew, all of our fans want to know. All of them. What is your favorite Tyler Perry movie? movie my favorite tyler perry movie is family reunion oh tyler perry's family <laughs> reunion is my favorite movie uh-huh because why is that that reminds me so much of my family when we used to go to alabama oh, for our right. family reunion you know and so i remember this one story vividly we were staying at my cousin's house and um, this was back when the the companies used to make sodas as collectibles almost. Like they used to design them really nice and okay. they would have like special themed sodas. Okay, okay. And so one morning I woke up. Mm-hmm. I woke up and I was thirsty. Mm-hmm. And I saw the soda sitting on the throne. So I just cracked it open. Uh-oh. And then next thing I know. You said that you saw the soda sitting on the throne? I heard that. It was, what do you mean throne? So he, he basically had it sitting. He had it sitting like on on display almost like a picture or something like that oh because i i can't remember i think it was like a special edition baseball can or something like that <gasps> baseball because you know like back then it, they were really heavy in the promotion like they would run like a theme like even yeah. even yeah. with like even with the the fast food like because i remember they used to have like the special cups and different things like mm-hmm. that depending on what was going on so mm-hmm. pepsi had these special athletic cans going on at that time and but i was thirsty so I had popped it open and drank it, and then I had to hide the can because he was looking for his soda in the morning. What? I hit the can. Who? Who is this person? Was it your uncle or somebody? This was my cousin's husband. Drew. So let me make sure I understand this. They had a particular special edition can. baseball can, yeah. and it was sitting on a mantle. It was sitting like on the counter, just like you would with like any other collectibles. And you thought of all the sodas to drink in the house. I'm gonna take this special can that's List. sitting over with other cans. In my defense, I was six. Oh my god! Was, listen, oh my god! Listen, was it even cold? It was room temperature. Listen, I didn't have the criteria I have now <laughs> as a fat person. <laughs> Anything would do. I was drinking Royal uh, Royal Island back then, like so. That's how. Oh, I, RC Cola. No, see, RC's low. RC. Oh, first <laughs> of all, not? RC is low level. It was all about Royal Island. I don't and, even remember and, Royal Island and soda. Springfield. I do remember Springfield. Every okay, church had Springfield so, sodas. That's so, what all so, the youth departments used. So to sell everybody sodas. out there. People be thinking I'm crazy when I talk about Royal Island. It was Royal Island in a 99 cent store before Shasta. The can says Royal Island on the side and has three palm trees 
instead of the two that In-N-Out has. I think In-N-Out kind of bit them a little bit. I'm looking at it. But they had three palm trees, and it said Royal Island going down the side, and that strawberry soda was to die for. Wow. To die for. Well, basically, are you saying that your experience at that was pretty much how the movie is? No, but I was just giving you guys an insight to what happened on one of the trips, but basically, you know, the the barbecues and going to church and being that annoying kid that would sing to every song on the radio and then fall asleep in the car. All those experiences and all the drama that was displayed and even how the family came back together. Uh-huh. That's exactly what we did. That is so true. That's so true. Let, you know, so. So, okay, let me ask you this. Who's your favorite character from the movie? It's Medea. Medea. Uh, mm-hmm. That that movie would be nothing without her, mm-hmm. because she was like the she was almost like the chess piece that connected the entire board. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. even though she was her own character, she connected to every character and related to every character right. in that True. movie. Right, right. And so, just trying to even imagine that movie without her, mm-hmm. it would be nothing like because. Again, everybody can relate to Medea. There's always a big mama. I'm gonna tell you about my aunt. My aunt, her name was Willalee. <laughs> Willalee, good old country Willily. name. Willalee. So one year we went down there. Auntie Willalee. I woke up at seven o'clock in the morning and she was fixing the full course meal. Of course. Fried catfish. Of course. Of course. Grits. Yes. Eggs. Yes. Country fried potatoes. Uh huh. Fresh biscuits. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this gonna be and a she, food episode. Now, granted, she, she was Listen. cooking. She was cooking like this every day, but then would insult you at lunchtime with a sandwich. <laughs> you wouldn't get none from our sandwich. But one of my favorite memories from going down south as a kid was, she used to, and you would appreciate this. Okay, you could even ask my mom. She used to make this homemade spicy sweet relish from scratch oh yes she would make this spice and it was, it was so good that we would come back with like four mason jars mm, on back mm, home and that mm, would last mm. us that would last us till like almost like next year of course that's a lot of chopping of course listen 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 man you have to have an appreciation for good relish right and relish. her and her relish because it's spice and it was it was the right level of spice the right level of sweetness and then she would also, you know, put her own herbs and like garlic and stuff in there to kind of make it pop more than just like the regular store brand. Mm-hmm. And so back then in those times, like in the 90s, they used to have what we call cheese dogs mm-hmm. where they had the cheese in the middle of the hot dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you could warm it up because we used to have a little meat guy that used to ride around the truck like the guys have outside. Mm-hmm. And he used to sell us these bomb cheese dogs. And all I had to do was heat it up, put some of that relish on it, and I was good. Oh my God! First of all, Tyler Perry's uh, Madea character is definitely, I think, every character that we know. Like that's a there's this woman that we know who I think Madea is, and so at the end of the day and at the beginning of the day, we can see this person represented. Tyler Perry though can be a little bit of a controversial character or a person, so to speak. Some people you know in the film industry believe that his movies are subpar they're not that great the quality of them aren't that great but uh marcellus and i were talking about this off air tyler perry movies to us 
are just like Lifetime movies. Right. <laughs> you know, and it's just like if you, Tyler Perry knows who his audience is. And I think Tyler Perry's audience is usually like an older black woman that go to church. Mm-hmm. And I think that's who he I mean, makes his about movies it. for. I, I was thinking, think about it from the, like the title, even the title standpoint. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> because his name's on everything, I feel like it's just a room of him. <laughs> And <laughs> I can do bad all by myself. Right. The right. haves and the have nots. But, right. but it's like he knows his audience. And so I can't be mad at him for going for what he knows because he making money. The Tyler Perry plays, you guys, yeah. were like. I was going to talk about that, too. Yeah. You know, that's just kind of like well, where see, he started, where he got his start from. And well, see, so. the thing is, like, everything from the scenery, because Alabama looks just like that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like, you see the big yards and the green the grass. Porch. The big uh, porch. Mm-hmm. And my my aunt walking out in her blouse with mm-hmm. or without a bra, you mm-hmm. know, with her hand on her hip, yelling all the way down the street, you know. And the funny thing was, she had a Cadillac in her driveway. Right. She right. had a Cadillac. And uh, oh, the old school Cadillacs oh. with the metal bumpers, she had and one of those. always doing that, that Savannah, Georgia, and Augusta. Mm, like, you know, so all of that nostalgia, when I watched that movie, I just saw my childhood flashing. Because mm. the thing is, when we would go down there, I had my cousins coming from L.A. and from Boston and from everywhere. And we would all be down there. And just recently, my mom showed me some pictures, and there was a whole bunch of us there down south. Oh, God. I would love to go to Alabama. I've never been to Alabama. We drove through it, but I've never been there to go visit. Listen. And I heard that it's really beautiful. Is that true? It's very green. No, it's it's very. So the thing is. people are just amazing hospitality. Southern hospitality. The culture of Alabama is very homey. Mm -hmm. It's very homey. Um, Everyone is very welcoming. Mm -hmm. A lot of the houses are made, like the old school houses are made of brick. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, everyone like really looks out and kind of helps each other. Okay. It's not like the kind of savage mentality that's here, Mm -hmm. but everyone is just more welcoming. And that's that, that's that Madeer family reunion vibe where everyone, it's all about family. It's all about, we're going to look out for one another. And you got that one person, uh, wasn't Cicely Tyson in that? Yeah. Because she was kind of like, you had the matriarchs. And wasn't there one no. scene where all the, the older women were sitting around the table talking yeah, about talking, the younger yeah. women? And I don't know. That that's was what, my mom and Oh, my, my God. Maya Angelou was in that. Yeah. Remember? And Maya Angelou, Cicely Tyson, Mud Deer, and who else? I think it was another actress in there. All those characters were sitting see, around. Most of the people, because um, <clears throat> one thing I was going to talk about on mine is this, this, this critic I read. And she was just like, just trying to destroy Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. Um but a lot of those people don't get it. Right. So, of course, yeah. you know, they're right. not going to get it. There's a cultural. Yeah, mix. it's not going to be the most, um, what's the word? Con- conventional mm-hmm. I think type movie or whatever else. But it's going to be something that um, pulls at the heartstrings of the people who are in that, going for Who can that. relate to that culture. Who's going to relate to it. Absolutely. But, but I think in our culture, we... We didn't grow up with money like that. You know right. what I'm saying? Where you throw an event and you can hire somebody to do everything. Right. So we had to do it all. So when we had events, you know, we always look forward to spending time, mm-hmm. you know. So growing, just just like with me and Ken, growing up, our events were and having pool parties at Kenneth's house. Mm-hmm. And so Kenneth's dad would either barbecue mm-hmm. or he would make gumbo. Mm-hmm. And we'll go swimming. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, Brandon have look, one. One of my vivid memories is is that you said br- did Brandon what? Didn't Brandon have one? Yeah, have no. a pool party. Brandon had this is yeah. this is a true story. This is a funny story. So Brandon 
had a pool party, but it rained on this pool party. <laughs> yeah. And Brandon Because March 8th The weather wasn't that yeah. great so Well the Bra- reason I asked Is because I know Brandon don't like the water <laughs> So I'm like So did Brandon have a pool party? <laughs> so, no, so what Brandon did was He said The hell with y'all I'm not getting in the pool He came in and did a magic show For his own birthday party <laughs> wow. Of course he did While everybody else Was in the pool In the rain That that's how crazy we was as kids. We was in the pool. It was raining hard. Uh, we figured we already and we wet. Was, and we was in, in the too. pool. We was we was tearing. We was dunking each other. We was jumping off the treehouse. We were like, this but, is going to be a success. But I think those memories and that time we spent together has helped shape me, Kenneth, and Brandon into the men that we are today. Because, you know, I think about all those different Drug things. I, okay, you know what? Mm-hmm. And pimps. Yeah. You said you you got a prophecy. You're supposed and to be in Brandon's jail. Brandon's a hoe. Well, if I if you want me to repeat the prophecy, <laughs> Brandon's a if you want me to repeat the prophecy, they said that we were stealing cars. Somebody prophesied to someone we stealing. Well, they prophesied to Drew mm-hmm. and said that the, the people that you with is taking you there. The people that you're hanging out with is causing you to, to get into trouble and y'all stealing cars. And well, we I wish somebody would have told me I was gonna have vitiligo. I could have been ready way before now. <laughs> Well, let me tell you all about my favorite Tyler Perry movie. Yes, tell us, Ken. And it's different. I think. Wait, 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 Ken. Yes. What is your fave? Okay, here we go. <laughs> Tyler Perry. Okay, here we movie. go. Here we go. My fave Tyler. And I looked through all these titles, and I had like a heart. But then I said, no, this is what I'm gonna go with. One of my fave Tyler Perry movies is, and this was a little hard pill to swallow. For Colored Girls Only. Mm. This one came out in 2010. And this is the one that was based off of the play. (laughs) And um, the original uh, play was called um, For Colored Girls Who Have Considered Suicide When the Rainbow Is Enough. You know. So uh, I can always tell when going the movie's deep. bad when I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell when Tyler Perry by the title. This was written by uh, Tusaki Shange, and in New York, this came out in 1970 something, right? And it was this huge, huge hit, and it was a poem. And so Tyler Perry took the play and made it into a screenplay for the movie. And can I tell y'all, everybody was in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, first of all. The original play had seven women who were known by colors. They didn't have names in the play. It was just red, blue, whatever, right? And it was a collection of 20 poems. So for the movie, they just gave every poem a character. And it deals with issues that particularly impact women of color. And so it's very, very good. It was very thought-provoking. And um, you had Kimberly Elise, who played in your movie, Kimberly Lee was in a lot of ones, I think. Oh, was she in, um, no, no, she was in the other one. She wasn't in uh, Family Reunion. And then you had Janet Jackson, Loretta Devine, Tandy Newton, Felicia Rashad, Anika Noni Rose. Tyler Perry will get folk working. No, he will. Carrie Washington, Tessa Thompson, Omari Hardwick before Power was big, Michael Ely. Everybody remember Michael Ely. Richard Lawson, that's uh, Beyonce Daddy. Um, Hill no, Harper. Uh, and uh, Khalil King. <laughs> so it was a who's who of black people. And the one thing about Tyler Perry is he kept black actors working. That's very true. And um, this movie, oh, and Whoopi Goldberg. Ooh, how could I forget Auntie Whoopi Goldberg was in this? It was so good. And they dealt with rape and molestation and infertility. Um, I think uh, Carrie Washington's character was a social worker. and She was married to Michael Ely, but she couldn't have a baby. Loretta Devine was dealing with abuse. 
this movie, you had it. I think it was a little too long. They could probably edited thirty minutes off of it. But this movie was good. Janet Jackson was dealing with her husband, who was DL. Omari Hardwick was mm-hmm. her husband. He was he was on the DL. He had slept with another man and contracted a was it HIV at the time, and then so. she got HIV positive. Y'all, four colored girls only. I remember when this came out, everybody was talking about it. The critics, of course, they didn't like it. But um, this, to me, when I went back and I was like. I really like this movie. I think this was underrated. I think Tyler Perry gets a bad rap. And so I think if you were to go back and look at it, it was really a good film because the source material. So what you want to say about Tyler Perry, if you don't like Madea and you don't like all those movies, the material for this movie was not originally written by him. So he just did a really good adaptation. And so that alone, people felt elevated the film to another level well i can definitely tell you at that time in 2010 my taste in movies was totally different mm-hmm. it's more broad now yeah, yeah um so i definitely was not watching that yeah i understand this is 2010 <laughs> i mean this is 10 years ago so yeah. you know but i am definitely open to it now have you, you seen it no oh drew you got it marcellus you seen it yes but you know the thing that gets me though is people don't realize of because i've heard the comment before is like a lot of his stuff or the things he makes is just too overly dramatic and dramatized and in truth it is Mm -hmm. but by the same token if you really think about it Mm -hmm. that stuff does happen in black families it does people just just want to keep it all under wraps it does all that stuff is going on in the the just as much drama about it um and we have been so used to seeing a different type of person's life on screen all the time so then now you see this and it just seems you know overly done mm-hmm. and in a way it can be but if you really think about it you know mm-hmm. it's kind of accurate yeah so I, I listen i think and we can probably talk about this more later or throughout the episode i guess but the thing is is that tyler perry's perspective um say what you want to say about it but like i said it's a lifetime movie but for black people so true. if you we talk about lifetime movies you know them people them them same stories over and over again. My and cheer, Hallmark, my and cheerleader, I can't, I can't my get cheerleader. On board with them. It's like oh god, and we just kind of roll our eyes at Lifetime movies. I can do but they ha- not for us. They I know can do Lifetime before is. Hallmark. Listen, I'm at my, at my family house when they have Christmas. They keep it on Hallmark. <laughs> and can I tell you, I just want to pull my hair out. I'm like I have seen the same <laughs> movie with different characters all day. The same movie. <laughs> oh god. But, but I think. Most of Tyler Perry's success is attributed to his relatability. Yeah. And I honestly, I don't know him anything like that, but just speaking as another black man, I really think that he just conveyed what we were all thinking. And in some way, form or fashion, we've all experienced what has been displayed in the, in the movies that he's made, um, especially Medea's Funeral. Mhm. Mhm. I mean, they, listen, you guys. They're just a, a slice of life for black people. So a sliver, a sliver of life. But those are that's our our movies. So y'all heard it here. If you are listening and you haven't seen any Tyler Perry films, just check out. Go watch it. The ones that we're going to talk about. We are going to get to our must watches later. But just know that Tyler Perry is making a movie for his audience, and yep. he knows who his audience is. Yep. And uh, it's usually an older black woman that go to church. 
And so, hey. You no, know, that's very true. I, I, sorry, and we can go, but I distinctly remember being in church and they will stop and talk at, at, in the service. Mm-hmm. Just like that Tyler Perry movie. Like, <laughs> it, it connects with the black church folk. Like, it really, and I, Tyler knows that. Yes, I know he knows yes. that. Yes. He started out by doing his plays at church audiences. Right. So he just basically knows who his audience is. Mm-hmm. So, again, if you're going to talk about Tyler Perry, you might as well talk about Hallmark and Lifetime Channel. Because Lifetime making them for white women, right. older white women who's sitting at home. And those movies are horrible. Mm-hmm. Tyler Perry know his audience. And if you like Tyler Perry movies, you like TV One and you like BT. <laughs> centric. Is that so long? I don't know. I don't know. One thing I did want to say is that this play was based off of a Nina Simone song. So when they did the trailer nice for the movie, it was uh, called Four Women. And it was about women who dealt with like slavery and issues of being My a woman. My back is long. <laughs> <laughs> But we do have some long backs. <laughs> In the playwright, she took the the Nina Simone song and expanded it to the play, which then became the movie. So, shout out to Nina Simone, baby. Nina I Simone love me some Nina character. Simone. Um, well, that's it for us. We're gonna uh, take a break, and we come back. We're gonna hear Marcellus's Andrew's favorite Tyler Perry TV show. My yes. fave. Okay, baby, go ahead and start your humanitarian Okay, mom, gosh. I'm hi, I'm Skylar Bartholomew Alexis, but mm-hmm. I don't like that, so I'm just Skylar Bartholomew. <gasps> I'm selling my fresh pressed hibiscus tarragon lemonade. It's non-GMO, it's organic, it has two shots of B12 for energy and one shot of omega-3 no, so you can baby, stay. I have three shots of omega. Mom, I know what's in my Okay, anyway, I'm selling it on my corner and I'm also selling it on the curb at my preteen soul cycle because the instructor said it's okay. Baby, and tell them what you're going to be selling it. Mom, yeah. can you let me sell this? I am trying. I just want to help you. I'm baby. selling it in mason jars. Yes. What kind of mason jar? Gla- glass, Mom. What else? Yeah, baby, don't talk like that to me. Well, Mom, you keep interrupting me. Oh. I'm currently trying to get it sold in Whole Foods, so your support would be very welcome. Please. Get it now, because it's going to go fast, just like mom's stuff. Baby, tell me about your stuff. Mom, crisis. stop talking. Oh, yeah, baby, when you do okay. that to me, it causes my ego to become mom. fragile and I'll have an altered state of mom, reality. Mom, just stop. Pinch yourself a little bit. Now they have to do my cushion breathing and blow out all my candles. Okay, and whatever. Just go ahead and get this right now before my mom loses it. Bye. I don't think you would say it was good if it wasn't spicy. It's deli. Ooh, who crunching like ice? No, oh, that was. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was that the brownie? <laughs> Drew crunched that brownie like he was crunching ice. I told oh, you, I'm I so said, upset. I told you, even the oh, crunchy part was good. No, the middle is perfect. No, that's not right. It's like brownie Don't chips. Don't mess my set. Don't mess my set. It's like brownie chips. I didn't want it to be that thin, like brownie chips. Well, you might have made something new. You can uh, market that. Brownie thins. Brownie thins. Oh, you want chips, but you really want brownies? Why don't you try these brownie thins? Oh, the middle's better. Save me the middle. The middle is good. Oh, my God. Oh, that's good. You know black people like the middle. I don't like the edges. Oprah says she likes the edges. Yeah, Oprah loves the edges. She I edges. love bread. But she ain't got no edges. Drew, don't talk about Oprah. Listen. You're not going to talk about my auntie. I follow her on Instagram like 
An old white woman. She lost me when she joined the Church of Scientology. She did? She joined the Church of Scientology? Yep. Nuh-uh. Her, her and Tom are beasties. No. I don't think she did. She didn't officially join. She just think we all got See? Y'all just don't want to believe it. You saw her join? You saw her new membership class? She's in a different tax bracket. I don't see anything she does. Damn. I had to leave the Church of Scientology because I didn't like their choir robes. <laughs> I like the Church of Scientology. We don't have to pay tithes. Okay. <laughs> they real nice, though. They stop you on the street. No, I, I can't do no Scientology. Like, y'all got a reception hall? Y'all eat after church People have stuff? me watching TV in the basement for three hours straight. <laughs> I'm a weirdos. I bet if I had joined, I would have been famous. Let me know when we back on so I don't eat this chip. We're going town. Okay, we are back. Not, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, yeah, carry on, yes. Okay, we are back, everybody, with we're my back. fave. And we're back with Drew Alexander Williams, his whole government name. Drew Williams Alexander. We are here talking about our fave, Tyler Perry. <coughs> What's the matter, Marcellus? Go on. He was laughing. What are you no, laughing? No, continue. <laughs> <laughs> Something is wrong with you. Our fave. <laughs> our fave, Tyler Perry movies and television shows. That's the part we're about to get into right now. Marcellus is our TV guy, and I Drew am. is our guest. Let We're going to let Drew first. go first. Yeah. I'm really curious to see what television show, because I know a show that him and Tamara watch. I'm going to see if this is the one he chose as his favorite. Tyler Perry has a few television shows that he has produced and created. And I Let's watched see. all of them. Whole oh, lot. you watch all? I knew Drew was the perfect guest for this topic. Okay. Drew, please tell our audience, what is your favorite Tyler Perry TV show? My favorite, my fave Tyler Perry TV shows that have and have not. I knew it. That's what I picked. Is it what you picked? Okay, perfect. Okay, so both of y'all just talk about it at the same time. So I'm going to go between both of them. So Drew, tell us first, since you are a guest, why is the have and have not out of all the shows? Because he did Meet the Browns. Right? Trash. He did Cassie, the other show with Cassie. Oh, excuse me. I didn't oh burp God. on the mic. Ca- I th- edit that out. <laughs> Cassie, when she worked at the diner. Mm. And then the new show, The Oval. Am I missing any shows? Oh, you missing The House of Pains. The House of Pains. The Pains. The Pains. Wait, yeah. those are two different shows? Yes. Okay, so why is The Have and The Have not Love your Love That favorite? Neighbor. Because. Oh, Love oh. That Neighbor. Oh, uh, loving you is wrong. That one's too, but having having nots is over that one. And don't forget, there's a muddier cartoon. Yeah. So, the reason why I love this show so much because a lot of times you see this dynamic with white people, mm-hmm. but now you see black people with money mm-hmm. and problems mm-hmm. and situations, which makes it so interesting. Ah. But then the characters are so interesting because Veronica, as much of a savage as she is. She's super educated. Mm-hmm. She's an attorney, mm-hmm. but she's also very vindictive. Is that Tika Sumter's character? Tika Sumter? No, that's not. No, no. Tika Sumter is Candace. Okay, got it. Okay, sorry. Candace, I never watched the show. You Candace guys. is a street walking hustler who has great, oh. um, has great street smarts. Street walking hustler. <laughs> okay, okay, Marcellus. Why is the have and have not your favorite show? Uh, pretty much the same thing, but I think it's because. For Tyler Perry to be known for drama and just overdone drama, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this is like that on Adderall. Really? Because it's just, it's literally uh, Shades of Lilac. Huh? 
And it's a lot of, you said what? And just staring at each other and then the music allowing you to believe that. The so this is very is soap tense. opera. It's, it's, it's considered a soap opera you um, in its genre. And what's uh, also funny about it is, well, not funny, but you know, this is still Tyler Perry all the way through created, written, directed, mm-hmm. all that mm-hmm. good stuff. Um, I like that. It's just, even though it's still the drama, it's just a different take on like mm-hmm. a Tyler Perry thing. It's like now, like he said, but you got this white family and then I think is it three families or four? It's yes, so you have one rich white family, right? Mm-hmm. One rich black family, mm-hmm. and then a poor black family. Okay, the Youngs, the Harringtons, and the Criers, right? Okay. Yeah, but see, the thing is, what makes it so crazy is that Veronica's character kind of almost reminds you of a relative, almost, mm-hmm. because she she will tell you something, and she will speak it to you as if you have an option. Okay. But then you really don't have an option. Okay. And so just to kind of let you in on a little bit. So Veronica, um, her and her husband have a son named Jeffrey mm-hmm. who came out a couple of seasons before that he was gay. Mm-hmm. His dad knew she was gay, knew he was gay. Mm-hmm. Everybody else knew he was gay. Mm-hmm. But she refused to accept it. Okay. And basically has gone to the end of the world to basically beat him straight. Oh. But then it gets creative because then they have a cop. Mm-hmm. who's also in the closet. Okay. And he comes into the picture because he pulls Jeffrey over and then he basically rapes him almost. Oh. Okay. And so basically I wasn't ready for that. And yeah. so and so it's basically so basically he's in the closet with his sexuality and he uses his off, his 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 uh position to arrest men and then basically fill on them and do sexual acts. Oh god. But then on top of that he's married to a judge. Oh wow! So okay. it's like it's almost like that um, metropolitan uh, ice cream sandwich. It's like so many different layers and flavors to this show. It's amazing. Well, I, listen. All I want to Neapolitan say, one? Neapolitan one. <laughs> Neapolitan. I always thought it was metropolitan. <laughs> That's the city sandwich. <laughs> the metropolitan have, ice cream sandwich. I had one of those too. I had to give a ticket for it. Well. <laughs> I don't know if you knew, but it's also based off of a play, too. The 2011 play by the same name, uh-huh. The Haves and the Have Nots. Uh-huh. And it's on a seventh season now. I, I was about to say, does it, it still come on? I haven't on? seen the seventh season. Listen. It's on the seventh season. And, yeah. it, and he's, can we all just seventh say. season just started this this year. This actually. year. Tyler Perry actually helped save Oprah Winfrey's network. Because oh, yeah. she needed some, um, her ratings were really that well. So they inked the deal in a partnership where he wrote they haves and have nots for that uh, own network. Uh, it has the highest ratings uh, for any season premiere on the own network. Well, listen, yeah. the yeah. drama. Okay, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna just kind of let you in. So the way they closed last season, you're you not would, spoiling anything. I'm for not anybody. spoiling. No, the, I'm Drew just gonna say. Spoil. I'm just saying the way they closed last season, you'd have thought the show was over. Okay. Because he Tyler has become really good, and not just with this show, but also um, if loving you is wrong. He's become really good at the cliffhangers, mm-hmm. and he will steer steer you a certain direction, mm-hmm. and then flip you all the way around when it come back. Oh, right. So it is. It is. I'm telling you, Veronica, she's crazy, and you wouldn't really want to be around her. But then you love it because she does it with such such a swag, such an elegance. Well, it. I think also. Um, it's fun to note that it's a multiracial cast. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. 
because you have the like the white family, the black family, and there's like a Latino lady that works for them too, mm-hmm. and all the other stuff. So she like, decide, boo. Love that he right that Tyler Perry is doing that, but you don't. This show doesn't uh, miss its um, controversy or mm-hmm. people talking about it. Like I said, um, I wanted to read a little bit. It's from the Los Angeles Times. Okay, um, a worldwide thing yeah yeah <laughs> and this lady's name is mary mcnamara mm-hmm. this was in 2013 okay let me just tell you how she started off and that should let you know where it's going well it's official the nine most frightening words to cross a television screen are executive produced created written and directed by tyler perry oh and she just goes on through the whole thing and just like bashes him but i found it interesting because would you say drew that this show focuses on a certain family it actually doesn't. I feel like they kind of like pass the potato. Um, sometime they're focusing on uh, the lesser, and then sometime it's a fight between the two families that have money. L- let me let me show you how much of a boss they are. So there's a there's a, there was a part in uh, one of the seasons where Veronica thought she was convinced in her head. Mm-hmm. She didn't have any proof, but she was convinced mm-hmm. in her head that. Her husband, David, was cheating on her. She set the house on fire and went and bought another one. <laughs> While he I, was in the bed. That's what I would have did. Oh. He was in the bed sleep, and she made sure she put gas around the bed so he couldn't hop out. I'd have cut his alarm on. Wow. And then do it. I'm playing. <laughs> that's who Veronica Harrington, and then went on the porch and smoked a cigarette. I and think left. I need to Listen, watch this. But, let me tell you the reason why I even asked you that with the family thing is because I feel the same way. It doesn't focus on a family. It focuses on the families and them going back and forth. But in this article, her main thing she says is loosely based on Perry's play by the same name. The have and the have nots revolves around the crier clan of Savannah, Georgia, a wealthy white family short on Southern charm. No, she is not. It's not accurate. But it should, I find it interesting that that is what she Mm-hmm. sees the show as being about mm-hmm. it's about a wealthy white family mm-hmm. yeah. see for, first of and all so it's it's I, yeah. I i feel like he's never going to be able to just get away from people just criticizing okay. because they want to criticize okay mm-hmm. first of all veronica's a successful defense attorney who's gotten plenty of people off david was a successful judge as well as jim mm-hmm. but Catherine has the most money because she grew up in wealth mm-hmm her dad was a multimillionaire before he passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talking about like deep money. They own hotels, mm-hmm. multiple properties, all kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, her son, Wyatt, had a $40 million um, trust fund. Wow. $40 wow. million. Dollars. I, I think that um, Tyler Perry um, does get a bad rap in Hollywood in general. But with anybody as an artist, you have to start somewhere. And yeah. then you grow. So he's going to grow as a writer. He's going to grow as a director. And he's mm. going to hone his creative voice. And it's going to become more clear and sharp as he goes. And obviously we've talked about Tyler Perry. And we haven't talked about the Tyler Perry studio. Where he's right. the first African American to own and that's and, uh, his own studio. So that in and of itself just lets you know. And he said it. You can't let the haters hate pretty you much. Cannot. You just got to focus on you and do what you need to do. Because he started out with these plays and with this character. 
and I think somebody had criticized me because I play like women and I put on wigs and stuff and I do stuff on social media and somebody was like, I'm so tired. What did she say? She said, I'm not going to mention her name, but she was like, well, you quit it already. When are you going to like stop doing these characters with these women or something like that? Like women can play themselves. We don't need you to play us. Something to that effect. And I was just like laughing like, oh, okay, well, I thank you for letting me know how you feel. And I did another video. Like I just. She probably was ugly. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing is it's people that sit and just, I get it. Just hate you, you know? could probably be upset or whatever, but it's not like um, I'm doing it because I'm trying to put women out of work. I just did it because the character came up and I had a voice that I hear in my head and I do the character. And so, um, you know, I'm not in any way trying to be political. So when I do it, I'm not like, yes, I'm purposely <coughs> going to make sure that a woman can't work because I'm right. going to play a woman. That's not it Who at even, all. Why I'm just is that an artist. The first thing that pops in your mind, though, too, that kills me with people people's thought process. Yeah. But the thing also with that is, I love now. I love the Tyler Perry plays. Mm-hmm. I remember having the tapes, knowing them word for word because they're funny, mm-hmm. they're relatable, and they remind you of like Drew said, your mm-hmm. family and everything. But I remember my dad when I was younger hiding <laughs> the tapes from me because <laughs> he didn't want me to watch it anymore because <laughs> Medea, you know, uh-huh. it, 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 anything that people like, you know. Bl- black church folk um, automatically like nope yeah it's fun you can't do it but i don't know i just feel like people make so much of a big deal like a uh, blaming on quay mm-hmm. who tyler perry has really helped a lot and mm-hmm. done a lot for um he was an internet instagram mm-hmm. celebrity that got bigger and bigger now he's like everybody knows him he's doing such big things owns like four or five restaurants he's mm-hmm. just doing what he has to do and he started off doing that same thing mm-hmm. doing a character putting on a, a wig or whatever else and people automatically want to jump to oh they're just de- demasculizing men and they want to and it's just like everybody is trying to find some way to make it to mm-hmm. make money whatever mm-hmm. do that that is what he found that's his character and it just kills me that somebody sitting at home who baseboards probably ain't even clean. It's mm-hmm. just sitting there mad and Thank s- you. sending a message out talking about, ah, uh, this could be us. And it, it's not you because you, we already know you're not going to do nothing. Right. So Listen, if I can admonish anybody out there, just let people be who they're going to be. Let people be who they be. Listen, Veronica, you have not changed Jeffrey in seven seasons. And I'm pretty sure we're going to go into season eight with him being gay. <laughs> so just let it go. Right. I mean, Listen, when I tell you that she has done some stuff to him, I mean, she's gone as far as put him in jail. Put him in jail and almost put him on trial because she did not want, she did not want to accept that he was gay. And I'm just like, look, after so many efforts, you, and this is the crazy part about her. You would think somebody would be gassed out after so many attempts. Mm Mm-hmm. But not Veronica. She ready to go. The way she pursues Jeffrey to get him straight, you would think she'd be hitting a line of cocaine every day. <laughs> because I'm, I'm telling you, she, and it's, it's, the crazy thing is it's funny how she knows stuff. It's mm-hmm. like she got his phone tapped and then she's paying for his credit card and all these different things. And then she has people in places, people in jail. And so because of her profession, mm-hmm. She knows people everywhere, yeah. and it, he can never seem to get away from her. Wow. Wow. Well, uh, let me ask you guys. Tell me and the listeners one more fact about this show and why the have and the have not. It's your favorite show, something that you haven't told us yet. Um, the, the, I, was, I would say the most interesting thing is is that 
in this in this show the roles are kind of reversed you see the white family being more giving mm-hmm. to the lesser black family mm-hmm. and then you see the black family looking down on the lesser black family okay so and normally normally in the situations that i've been because i've been around different type of people you normally see more successful black people be willing to help those behind them mm-hmm. but in this situation it, it was reverse because uh Catherine throughout the show has done so much mm-hmm. for Hannah mm-hmm. um I mean she gave her like a condo like like we would say it would be equivalent to something uh, Marina Del Rey here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. gave her BMW and also still allowed her to work for her as a maid mm-hmm. you know and it has done different things for her family. But Veronica, on the other hand, finds every opportunity to put Hannah down to let her know that she's trash. That's crazy. That's sad. That's crazy. That's Marcellus, funny. what about you? Name something about um, the show. Well, more so about Tyler Perry with this show. Um, after the show came out, there were more little um, articles mm-hmm. um, questioning if he hate. And it's always in 2013 and they still doing it. Mm-hmm. Questioning if he hates black women or not. Mm. because of how he's portraying them and Mm -hmm. then spoofing them with Medea, but then how he's portraying them, Mm -hmm. especially in this show. Mm -hmm. Then Tika Summer, is that her? Tika Sumter. Mm -hmm. She was worried that she was going to get a lot of hate mail Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, of some of the choices or the things that her character does. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's just like, like like I said, people are always going to try to find, you know, something. And I I think it's just unfortunate, but I also love the fact that as much, like we mentioned before, as much flack as he gets, Mm -hmm. he's still got a hundred movies and they keep coming. Yeah. So he could care less. And I love that. Yeah. Oh, and fun fact is that two of the characters are actually together in real life. Oh, from the show. So the cop Mm -hmm. and Tika are actually together and have a daughter. Oh, so I I gonna have to watch it. I I think I don't have. It's entertaining. I'm gonna tell you that. Is it how how long are the episodes? They're like I like mean, the, are they thirty 40. minutes? Uh, forty yeah. minutes without commercials. Yeah. Okay, so about a forty. I'm telling minute episode. you, you're gonna fall in love. I, I let me tell you, I got caught on it one time. I was over a friend's house just uh-huh. chilling. It was on, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I really want to watch to have it happen. Uh-huh. But it was on. I wasn't gonna change you know, uh-huh. their TV. Uh-huh. And the show going, and I'm like, ooh. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. And then the next episode come on, and I'm still watching. I said, "Well, I guess I like the show." <laughs> How many episodes per season? Ooh, oh, man, that I don't know. Let me check. Uh, they definitely do at least twenty, 20? at least twenty, because they—that's wow. how it used to be back in the day. Twenty episodes per season. That's listen. See, see, Tyler. This is a lot to. I'm trying to tell you with this show, so much to uncover that. It's not even enough time in the hour that they allow. I mean, even now with the new season starting, it's still so many unanswered questions. So many unanswered questions. So just kind of give you a rundown. You have Catherine, who's born in the money. Jim, who's kind of connected to the money, but also a successful judge. And then they had their daughter who killed them, who killed herself because she was bipolar. And then you have their son, Wyatt, who's basically the typical, I'm not going to say all white kids, but some privileged and party guy hooked on drugs got it um and then you have hannah's family who's basically had a hard life uh had benny young then she was raped had candace 
and then basically been struggling um, to, you know, make ends meet. Mm-hmm. And then you have Veronica, who's basically smart, educated, successful attorney, um, and, you know, basically is addicted to power, mm-hmm. controlling people. Mm-hmm. And then you have her husband, David, who is a successful judge, but then he's a sweetheart. He's a kind guy. Mm-hmm. And so then the whole show, you're scratching your head like, how does a nice guy like David mm-hmm. end up with Veronica? Wow. And so then, but the the one of the greatest things about the show now is that now we're beginning to see a different side of David. We starting to see Thug David now. <laughs> so, right. So it sounds like I okay. I could binge the show. I'm just gonna. Yes. What I'm gonna have to do is because really, it's like I do I think it's good to to show. like be like you could be doing something too. Not, I know that sounds horrible, but like doing something and you'll realize it'll catch your attention. Okay. And like I would say, okay, give it that to like start it yeah. and get going. I'm uh, I just want to tell you. I'm looking here. Season one had 36 episodes. Oh. Season two had twenty five. Season three had twenty three. Season four had twenty three. Season five had forty four. What? And then season six had nine. Don't know. Wow. An hour long? Yeah. And then season seven. Four. Jesus, he was uh, pushing them shows yep, out. Forty two minutes. Listen, wow. Well, just, I'm, I'm. Go ahead. The shows. I'm just telling you, the show has so many layers. You got to be hooked. And you guys have seen all of the seasons. Listen, no, listen. I listen. Honestly, this, I've only seen one through four. Okay. Because I've seen pieces of five. And Drew, you've seen all of them? Yeah, because some some of the characters, like you see in the beginning, some of the characters are gone. Like So, like, uh, uh, their daughter's not there anymore because, like I said, she killed herself. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, there was another gangster, Candace's ex-lover, a dude that she used to grow up with. He's not there anymore. So, But like I said, and then you have, like, so, so many sub-characters and how everybody comes together. It's crazy. So, though I think the most intriguing thing is, is that with David and Jim both being judges, they both still really have ties to the street because they were dealing with the mob. Okay. The whole okay. time. Okay. And so, anytime they needed somebody to be dealt with, they would go visit this lady called Mama Rose. But then the crazy thing is, is her grandson is Benny's best friend. Okay. I. I what about the Jets? Okay. Keith and my Benny and the Jets from Elton John. I'm done. My work here on is that done. note, on that note, we are done <laughs> with this segment. <laughs> Thank you all for sharing with me y'all favorite Tyler Perry shows. I have not watched any of Tyler Perry's TV shows except for one episode here or one episode there. So I will go back and I really like sometimes some binge worthy, you know fun stuff that you can watch and you don't have to really go real deep and it's just soap opera like that's how i felt about scandal i felt scandal was a lot of fun to watch it was a popcorn show i just wanted to see what was going to happen with the characters from week to week so this sounds like a perfect thing so if you guys are listening it sounds like both martellus and drew are on the same page that the have and the have nots and i know people talk about this show on social media too so go do yourself a favor i'm gonna do myself a favor and i'm gonna definitely peep the show out so when we come back, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back with our must watch. This is a show. This is the movie that you must watch. And uh, Drew and, Tar- and uh, Marcel are going to give us their must watch television show from Tyler Perry. Y'all, I hit the mic and Brandon going to beat me during the break. Uh oh. <laughs> hey, man, how's it going? Oh, every day above ground is a good day. Oh, good to hear. Uh, mm-hmm. I was coming by because I was looking and I was like, oh my gosh, everything's closed. 
because it's so early. It's like seven in the morning, and I'm like, man, I need to get me a video game. You're that's the only one that's right. open. That's right, we open early in the morning. Yeah, good to hear. You got a lot of energy, sir. Yes, he got it with all power in his hands. <laughs> oh, never mind. Okay, anyway, I was just trying to to figure out. You got anything on the genre like uh, role playing RPG? Roleplay, absolutely, hallelujah. We have a couple of games here that you might be interested in. This is Mary and Martha Go to the Tomb. Who? Mary and Martha Go to the Tomb as they're dealing with the trials and the tribulations of doubters and naysayers. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, did he really die? Yes, he did. That's mm -hmm. a, a game? Yes. You're going to have to roll your dice and see, do you go two steps or three steps backwards? What, is it a lot of people play it? Oh, stuff like you can that? do it in groups of three or four or five. Everyone's trying to figure out who's going to roll the stone away. Wow. Mary and Martha at the tomb. You're going to have you lots know, of fun with your friends. You know, sir, I've never <laughs> heard of that one, so I'm just going to gonna let that one pass. Uh -huh. You got any multiplayer in, 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 in one of them? Yes, 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 yes. We have this one called Getting Daniel Out of the Den of Lions. Multiple people from the uh, uh, Philistines are trying to come down and grab them on out of the line. Sir, Damn. I've never heard of these games that you're, you're talking Let about Let me tell you something. Your life will never be the same when you play these games, huh? When you're sitting down there and you're moving your controllers, uh -huh. it's like something going to come into your heart and, and, and compel you to come. Mm-hmm. And to his God. light and his glorious majesty. You know, I'm still not, I'm, I'm still not fully on board, sir. I'm going ahead and ask you anyway. Do you have anything on like the mobile game kind of aspect? Something I could put on my phone or something like that? Absolutely. We have something you can put on your cell phone. Have you ever played this game called Archangel? I don't think so, sir. <laughs> I want you to imagine in yourself for just one kind minute. Hallelujah. You're just sitting there and, well, and then dangerous fiery arrows are coming at your way. But you got the shield. Hallelujah. <laughs> and you got the breastplate of righteousness. <laughs> yeah. And the head. Of salvation, you can't get the helmet till you get the level two. <laughs> oh, but your feet are shot with the preparation of the gospel of what? <laughs> True peace. <laughs> and your loins are girded about with the belt of peace. Hallelujah! Yes. Sir. And your job is to deliver the message from Sir. the Holy God. I'm just gonna go to ahead. People. I'm gonna go ahead and leave because I don't understand nothing that's going on. But I'm, I'm. You go ahead and have you a good business. Oh, come back soon. You hear? We're always going to have our arms open for you. And I we'll won't. meet you at the altar of the register. I won't. <laughs> Hallelujah. This is Prophet Montgomery with Prophet Montgomery's Calvary Games. Hallelujah. That's right. God gave this to me a couple of years ago. I prayed over every cartridge. Hallelujah. I prayed over every controller. I prayed over every cable. Come on down to Calvary Games, 45354 Washington Boulevard in the city of Cova. Yes, we're open Mondays through Saturdays, 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Won't you come by with everybody who gets a new game? We'll give you some sacrament. Calvary Games. This has been Prophet Montgomery with Calvary Games. <laughs> Hallelujah. We are back. We're back, everybody. And not only are we back, we're in good health. Yes, we're we're in good health. We're in good mental health. We're in good mental health. Well, Drew is it, but the rest of us, it's okay. We're here to support and reach out. I'm fine. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> it's come, uh, a time has come for us to talk about our must-watch and maybe a few honorable mentions. Now, if you've never listened to an episode of My Fate before, that's us saying that 
in addition to what we talked about what our favorite was if you have not seen this you must watch it and our honorable mentions are just things that we wanted to squeeze in because we wanted to talk about them so now we will do such and we're going to start with the movie portion with kenneth and drew just tell us something you think that you haven't talked about that the audience should go see drew what is your must watch like they've got to watch this tyler perry movie I know you said what your favorite is, but you feel like, okay, you guys got to watch this one. I felt like Nobody's Fool was really good. Oh, wait, who was in that? Tika Sumter and Tiffany Haddish. I never saw that. Was it funny? It was super hilarious. Okay. And it... Good choice. To me, it was... Good choice. It was relatable, and it didn't have Medea, and I was still interested. Okay. Okay. Good choice. Good choice. I feel like everybody can adapt and accept... uh, Tiffany Haddish because we all have a cousin that's like that that's loud and mm-hmm. you know flamboyant and kind of out there mm-hmm. so we can always relate to that character mm-hmm. uh, but in this movie she plays her sister and so uh, Tika is, is a successful executive um, but she's dating a guy online that she's never seen okay but then she meets someone and falls in love with him but she's still talking to the other guy okay but then the other guy ends up showing up, so then she has to make a decision. Mm. But then you have Tiffany's character, who's being like, Hood, like, he ain't real, he ain't real. You know, and basically, you know, she goes on this investigation to find out who the other guy really is. He plays like the detective. So I don't want to tell you too much, but it's a must-watch. It's really good. Nice. Thank you, Brideon. Kenneth, what you got? My must-watch is, I'm going to take you out to the very first Tyler Perry movie, and that is... Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Oh my gosh. Like, this is the first movie that he ever did. So he went straight from the place to this is his first feature film. And this came out in 2005, 15 years ago. That's crazy. I saw that at the bridge. He's done this in 15. Yeah, I remember the bridge. We used to go to the bridge to go see movies. So Kimberly Lee stars um, in this movie with uh, Mike Harris. And um, basically, they've been married for 18 years. And then, boom, he divorces her. I want a divorce. And so she's kind of brokenhearted because this was all caught her by surprise. And she goes to Madeira's house to kind of like lick her wounds and to heal. And then Shamar Moore with that bad braid wig. That horrible wig. <laughs> oh he is. I thought the, they looked good. <laughs> Shamar Moore with that bad uh, braid wig. <laughs> he is trying to hit on Kimberly's and she ain't feeling him because he's just a moving man. He just moves and stuff. Listen, it was great. That's where we met Joe, Mother's brother. We met Madeira. Some great characters is in that film. It's the very first Tyler Perry movie. And I also like this movie because of the underdog story. This movie cost $5.5 million to make. He put half of the money up himself because he made a grip of money from the uh, Madeira plays. And so nobody wanted to invest in him. Nobody really wanted to back him. This movie made... Fifty million dollars at the box office. It made twenty nine million to opening weekend, and everybody was like, "Huh?" And this was the beginning of Tyler Perry's ascension in Hollywood. So I love the story. I think it's an underdog story, and uh, he literally actually has the last laugh because Tyler Perry is now worth six hundred million dollars. He's worth more than Leonardo DiCaprio, Harrison Ford, and Julia Roberts combined. Oh yeah. He's- so uh, he is well on his way to becoming a billionaire. 
and um, that was just Forbes 2019. They have him at $600 million. I still can't forgive him for those wigs, though. <laughs> we can't forgive Tyler Infamous for the wigs. For those wigs. <laughs> I think he got some, a friend that make them, and he keeping them right. for cheap. Cause right, he, right. Because there got to be something else. Uh, but that is uh, a must-watch. So you guys, nice. you know, go back and watch uh, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. That's kind of like the beginning of the whole My Dear. Cool. As far as film, she's always been in our hearts on stage. Um, Marcellus, yes. what is your must-watch television show? Oh my Tyler god! Perry? I thought you'd never ask. My <laughs> my must-watch television, and then I have some honorable mentions. My must-watch television is actually called Sisters. Oh, this is a new show. Yeah, on yeah, yeah. BET. Uh huh. Um, I'm, of course, I'm just go like really fast with it uh october 2019 so fairly new uh-huh and it's a comedy i actually have only seen two episodes okay but i think it's a must watch because i think you know people should see it because it's interesting it's mm-hmm. funny still mm-hmm. very much so tyler perry but mm-hmm. just a different take almost like a girlfriend's in a way yeah yeah oh okay okay, okay. Um, and it follows okay. a group of single black females from uh, different walks of life who bond over their one common thread why am i single <laughs> and that's what I asked too. <laughs> and this bold like series viewers watch these women's navigate through complicated love life, status, careers, friendship, through the ups and downs mm-hmm. of living a modern world, a modern world of social media and unrealistic relationship goals. And that's just the reality like of where like we are. And I think it's cool that he's like trying to jump on that. Mm-hmm. Um of course I was still reading that he was catching flack for this already. And is this what he thinks all black women are? It's just like, uh, it's so draining. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I I feel like the people who are where they are, are there for a reason because I'm not strong enough yet. (laughs) And I know I want to be in entertainment and all this other stuff. But as soon as that first bad comment come out, I'm going to be trying to go off and fight. (laughs) Right. Right. I'm going to have to like, I got to wait. I got to like, right. Water off a duck's duck's back. That's right. That's right. I jump in there with you. You just got to make sure you bail me out. Thank you. (laughs) And it's probably some 12 year old at home on a computer, but right. Right. But that is my must watch. I think you all must watch it. And then a few honorable mentions. So I'm a little, I'm gonna go a little, um, off, uh, normal here because this is not a TV show. Mm-hmm. And not really a movie either. It's the plays. I have oh. to mention the plays. Okay. My honorable mention uh, are all the plays in general, but mm-hmm. one of my favorites is uh, Family Reunion. Mm-hmm. That was but a good one. My ultimate one is I Can Do Bad All By Myself, mm-hmm. the play. Mm-hmm. I think that was one of the first. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I love it so much is because I had that one on VHS plus other ones, but I used to watch that. I used to go- come home from school and just watch it mm-hmm. and seen it a million times. And I knew every single word, mm-hmm. everything that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I, that is an honorable mention for me. And if you have not seen it, you need to see it because it's hilarious. It is good, you guys. Drew, what's your fave? Uh, or I'm sure I'm saying you're a must-watch. What's your must-watch television show? All right. Well, if you are a fan of the Have and Have Nots, then you have to watch If Loving You Is Wrong. Okay. It's an amazing show. Uh, same but slightly different. Uh, but this time, this is a show based on middle class, four different, I mean, uh, three different couples and other co- uh, with other connecting characters. Um, but the defining thing is, the f- defining cliffhanger now is who is the baby daddy? So one of the main, <laughs> so so one of the main characters, one of the main characters was cheating. Okay. She was cheating on her husband. Okay. With 
the black uh, guy next door who okay. was married as well, right? Uh-oh. So then her husband divorced her, mm-hmm. and now the the two that were being cheated on, now they're together. Oh. But the crazy thing is, is that all this time, so the person that had the baby, her name is Alex, mm-hmm. and then the guy she was cheating with was named Randall. Okay. So, but in the show, he's a little like Veronica, but with less money. Okay. But the thing is, you can relate to this. He's a clinical psychologist. Oh, wow. So he's like this fit guy, nice looking guy, clinical psychologist. And okay. he's clinically psychotic. And um, he's I'm crazy. clinically psychologist. And, and, <laughs> and he's crazy as well. Yes. But the cliffhanger was all this time. So basically, he was making her life a living hell because he couldn't see the baby. Okay. But then he found out that he was not the father. Mm. Oh, gotta eat you up on the inside. But this is where it gets good. He has not accepted that he's not the father. He thinks she's oh. lying. I know somebody like that. They need to accept it. So, I don't want to tell you anymore, but you should watch it. It's really good. Is what channel does that come on? Um, the same one that oh oh okay. Oprah getting that money. Tyler getting oh. that money. So yes, you must watch it. And I met them. And then also right. honorable mention, if you just want a good laugh, go back and watch The House of Pains. Okay. It's hilarious. Okay. Okay. Skip the pains. That was a waste. <laughs> well, thank you very much. This is a safe place. Safe. You could give an honest review here on the show. Kenneth. Yes. Where can our audience find you and say the right one this time? I said the right one all the time. Okay. What is it? Um, people can find me up on a hill. Okay. Drew. We're going to let Ken think about it. Uh, where can our listeners find you if they would like to follow you? I'm on Instagram 24-7. Oh. At <laughs> Drew I just underscore official. <laughs> D-R-U-E underscore official oh, on official? Instagram. Official. I know okay. how to pronounce. No, I'm not saying you did. <laughs> it's it's how you said Drew Fisher, and I just uh, why are you trying to pr- make this seem like it's a spelling bee or something? To be clear, I wanted them to know. So you they want a definition? You. Do you no, want a definition? I just wanted Can you to you be use found. it in a sentence. <laughs> Official, permanent place or thing? Oh, that you can't move. <laughs> Kenneth, can you give us your real one this time? I always give you my real one. I'm on Instagram at Ken Seven Nine. Kenneth. Ken Brown 79. I haven't changed it yet. I got to change it. I'm at Ken Brown 79. I'm going to change my Instagram. But in the meantime, I'm Ken Brown 79 on Instagram. You can find me at Marcellus underscore kid on all of the social media platforms. All of them. (sighs) Drew, thank you for being our guest today. Did you enjoy yourself? Thank you for being a guest. I did. Travel down the road and back again. You guys should have me back. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. You guys are only supposed to be singing songs related to Tyler Perry shows. If you go to prison and you need someone to feel you out, you will see that it will not be me. And the card attached will say, "Go get you ramen today." I put money on your books. Aladdin, Bell, Bob, boom, boom.